Welcome, welcome. Win by two. And it is just past six o'clock. Spencer Porter, thanks for tuning in. An exciting week of the NFL Conference Championships have come and gone. And that's what we're going to be focused on tonight. Of course, of course, the first game of Sunday, the Chiefs. Oh boy, oh boy, do it again. Beat the Ravens 17-10 on the road. And Lamar Jackson and his offense, three turnovers. Three now to start the game. Following all the scripted plays, the game plan for the entire week, the Chiefs march down the field, score on their first drive, methodical, just dominated the game from start to finish. Uh, I mean, just touch, touchdown for the Chiefs, a touchdown for the Ravens, another touchdown for the Chiefs, and then a fumble by Baltimore. It looked like it was going to get out of hand, even maybe become a blowout. The Ravens kept it close thanks to their defense. But red zone turnovers, Zay Flowers, the rookie, been great all season, stretches it out too early, prematurely, should have just gone down at the one. And we, we even see, we'll get more into this, but with the Lions, the rookie, Jameer Gibbs, great season. Uh, but when it counts, costly turnover. And the rookies just let their teams down in the end. And some pettiness by Zay Flowers getting a taunting penalty and as well as, you know, slicing his hand in frustration after his fumble. And the savvy vets just do it themselves for Kansas City. That's how it goes. 11-6 and six in the regular season. Mahomes has never played playoff games on the road except, you know, the asterisks for Super Bowls. And then he goes into Buffalo and Baltimore. Wins both of them. Been so dominant. And he really is on track straight up a tiny bit ahead of uh, Tom Brady's career on pace. So uh, really could dethrone the GOAT if he can pull this Super Bowl off in Vegas, Super Bowl 58. But a dominant performance by the Chiefs. Their defense is also so good. You can't sleep on Chris Jones, Jarius Sneed, and McDuffie. Those three are so great. Charles O'Menehue had a sack for the Chiefs uh, in the AFC Championship. He tore his ACL in that game, so something to keep track of. You know, one of the the kind of underrated guys under under all the highlights and the names of all the superstars of the Chiefs. But O'Menehue's had a great year. And had a big sack in that game, but his season is over. Torn ACL. But, I mean, they still have Drew Tranquil and Sneed and McDuffie. So good. And Chris Jones, you know, didn't have a huge impact in the game stats-wise. Double-teamed a lot. Uh, still a handful. Uh, he's getting a little more fatigued as his career's finishing out. But Roquan Smith and Kyle Hamilton led the way for the Ravens. Uh, defense played great for Baltimore overall but the Ravens offense Lamar just choked it out horrible interception thrown to Isaiah Likely in triple coverage almost quadruple coverage overthrowing him into the back of the end zone uh, for another defender the boundary but just don't doubt Patrick Mahomes the Chiefs were straight up underdogs in that game four and a half point points uh, given to the home team Baltimore Mahomes, 241 yards passing, 30 for 39. Was sacked twice. This was the first time he's been sacked in the postseason since last year, I believe. And 
Travis Kelsey, just unreal. 11 catches, 116 yards. Rasheed Rice does well. And Marquez Valdez-Scantling, only two catches. But one of those was the icing on the cake. And a play that I think <coughs> no one saw coming. And Andy Reid caught everyone off guard, went deep uh, on a must-need first down. Runs Baltimore, get the ball back, and hit Marquez Valdez-Scantling. So MVS seals the deal. And the Chiefs, as much as I, I would think everyone except Chiefs Kingdom hates, uh, they get it done again. And it it just it makes me think, you know, in since the 2000s, even the last 25 seasons, if a running quarterback has ever won the Super Bowl, uh, if they're really worth it. Because you do have, you know, mobile quarterbacks. Yes, of course, Patrick Mahomes can run. Aaron Rodgers can run. Russell Wilson can run. But they're also great pocket presence. Jalen Hurts came close, still couldn't pull it off last year. Lamar Jackson, the runner himself, couldn't pull it off either. And I just think you really just have to have a, a pocket presence guy, a true passer that can scramble if needed, but takes care of themselves and just directs the offense in the pocket. It's never worked out for Lamar Jackson. I don't think it ever will. He, he, I mean, he had he had his amazing play where his pass was deflected and he caught it. He caught his own pass and got a first down out of it, which was an amazing play. Was, that was even close to uh, another interception on the day for him. So, just you love to watch the highlights of running quarterbacks. I mean, you watch the highlights Justin Fields on YouTube. It looks like you know he's got to be in the top five. You know, maybe the best QB in the league, and he's horrible. Uh, but this, these running plays are so electric. You think maybe it stands a chance and just makes you love them, but they just not the way to go. I mean, we, we've seen it with Joe Montana to Dan Marino to Brady, Breeze, Manning, and Rodgers, and now Mahomes. Rodgers and Mahomes had a, a little bit more mobility, uh, kind of in there with Russell Wilson, S Seattle Russell Wilson, obviously, uh, but he got a ring out of that. But the, these pocket guys stay healthier. Uh, direct the offense, and uh, I mean, let's be real, it's attributed to more Super Bowl rings, uh, but that's just the surface of uh, this debate. Finishing out Sunday night, though, a weird game. San Francisco beats Detroit 34-31. I tell it two halves. Detroit, phenomenal start to the game. Even a pick for Rodrigo. Malcolm Rodriguez, Colm Rodrigo with a big pick. And 24-7 lead for the Lions at halftime. The Lions almost went for it right before the half. Instead of kicking a field goal, made the right decision, kicked the field goal. Going up 17 in any game is huge, let alone the postseason, especially when you know, you're playing spoiler. Up 17 is a dream. And the Lions in the third quarter had a chance to go up 17 again. And instead, they rolled the dice, went for it, which is, I think, just a, such a foolish decision. Uh, I mean, the style points, the stats do not matter in the playoffs. Only the score does. Duh. And the Lions had a chance to go up 17 once again with a quarter and a half, maybe even just less than a quarter and a half to go. Instead, they go for it. Uh, to, their, to their credit, if Josh Reynolds would have caught the stinking ball, it would have been a first down. They got the play. They got the look they wanted. Didn't execute it. Gave more life. 
uh, the momentum tilted over to the 49ers. And lo and behold, well, we're tied at the end of the third quarter. And eventually, well, San Francisco comes out on top, closes, closes out the second half scoring, outscoring Detroit 27-7. And that's all she wrote for the Detroit Lions. A phenomenal season for Detroit and MCDC. But a sour taste just because, I mean, if it was one thing to lose in the NFC Championship, it'd be like, yeah, you know, we had a great season. Uh, we exceeded a lot of people's expectations. But when you look at it, you were up 24-7 to at halftime and lost. That's just a sickening feeling. And uh, that, just, that Jameer Gibbs fumble was so big. And a few costly drops by the receiving core, um, namely Josh Reynolds, Jameis Williams, and Amon Ross St. Brown also uh, contributed to that as well. But the Lions tried to give their defense uh, some padding, some a head start, because their defense is the weak, weak link of uh, their team. But credit to the 49ers and Brock Purdy. Played a great game, bounced back from that interception, and Christian McCaffrey's is automatic in the red zone, converting on powerful, just power runs. And Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk contribute. And what we always forget is how, how well Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle block. Those two are just phenomenal. And Jawan Jennings always in the spotlight. I mean, I mean, if we just go line for line, you got Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, McCaffrey, Kyle Juszczyk, and George Kittle. So, of course, Jawan Jennings is going to be in the background because – you know, those other six, those other five are so phenomenal. Uh, Juwan Jennings, a one catch for eight yards. And boy, oh boy, was it just unreal. Brock Purdy throws it in the middle of the field, overthrows Juwan Jennings. He jumps back, pretty much did what Odell did just for an eight-yard gain instead of probably the greatest catch of all time. Saves a turnover, continues the drive, gets a first down. He made an insane catch, only to take second, of course, to Brandon Ayuk's. Remarkable catch for 51 yards off the helmet of the Lions defender. And I, I thought he scored, but yeah, on the replay, there was a tiny bit of contact, but that's all you need is a little bit uh, or any sort of contact. So we have the bubble rematch of San Fran and Kansas City. And, oh, uh, I mean, we have plenty of time to talk about it, but it's just set up for, for the Chiefs. They're underdogs once again. And they have something uh, to bicker at, to have that chip on their shoulder. And we'll just look at it this way. Who's the best coach in the Super Bowl matchup? It's Andy Reid. Who's the best quarterback in the Super Bowl matchup? It's Patrick Mahomes. Who's the best running back in the Super Bowl matchup? That way goes for San Francisco with Christian McCaffrey. Who's the best tight end in the Super Bowl matchup? George Kittle's great. Travis Kelsey's elite. Who has the best kicker in this matchup? Harrison Butker's a lot better than Jake Moody. Jake Moody missed the first half field goal for the 49ers. And, you know, what What could go wrong went wrong, including a missed field goal from Jake Moody in that first half for San Francisco. They recovered from it. But a missed field goal against the Chiefs, uh, I mean, you have to play perfect to beat this team in the postseason. Defense is where I, I think we go kind of cut it in half. The front seven for San Francisco, those linebackers are just amazing. Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw in that front four. Chase Young slowly coming along. Nick Bosa was phenomenal with two sacks. And, I mean, two sacks in the postseason. 
He's worth every penny he makes. He's worth every dime he's getting paid. Uh, but that secondary, the, the Chiefs secondary is sneaky good. McDuffie, Legereus Sneed, Tranquil. I mean, they, they're just phenomenal. And, I mean, Tranquil, the majority is the linebacker, drops back in coverage, of course, like all backers do. But uh, Legereus Sneed, you saw how savvy he is on the rookie Zay Flowers punching the ball out. He's, he's getting greedy. And, of course, in the moment you want to score, so much emotion riding on that game. You can't blame Zay Flowers too much. But Sneed keeps his team in the games, gets a stop, forces a turnover. They keep the lead, get a red zone turnover. So this secondary for the Chiefs is great, has been underrated. And so with, with all that being said, I mean, the, the advantages favor the, the Chiefs, especially with head coach and quarterback and kicker. I mean, it come down to a kick, Harrison Butker over Jake Moody, uh, 11 times out of 10. I, I hope it doesn't happen. I hope we have an exciting game. The Niners-Lions game was exciting, but it, it was also just weird. It, like when the Niners won, it just seemed like they should have lost because it felt like the Lions were up by 40. But the 49ers chipped away and the Lions rolled the dice on those two-point conversions and just, well, as we know, didn't get all of them. One turnover by each team. The Lions outgained the Niners 442-413. to But San Fran comes out on top. And, I mean, the Lions had to even have a chance, had to recover their onside kick, which, because there's no run-up anymore, uh, for safety reasons, it's, uh, it's so hard to recover an onside kick. I mean, it was before you could run up, but the odds, you know, 15% down to, you know, 2% is essentially what this gap is. And that range, that difference is just ridiculous. It's absurd in the NFL when a team actually does convert on an onside kick when the hands team is in for the receiving team. But the Lions came close. But, I mean, it was only eight yards deep. And the Lions guy touched the ball. So San Fran clutched it out. And they've been playing from behind in back-to-back games against the Packers and the Lions. And they got to learn from this and just get ahead against the Chiefs, which is easier said than done. But the Chiefs, after a weird regular season, and San Fran after a, a slump, dropping uh, several consecutive games, got healthy once again. And here we are, Niners-Chiefs in Las Vegas. But I also think one thing that does favor the Niners, though, is this. I mean, obviously, next week's the Pro Bowl. They got 13 days. You know, whether you want to say 14 days, 13, or 12. Essentially two weeks until kickoff. And I think that does favor the Niners to get, you know, Debo Samuel healthy. McCaffrey is always banged up just because he gets so many touches a game. Kittle as well, he'll him up, and even Drake Greenlaw, he, he took a shot, just so physical with his tackles. It will be nice uh, for him to get a few extra days uh, to heal up. That does help Joe Tooney, though, the lineman for the Chiefs who did not play yesterday. We had a torn peck. He might be able to handle the pain or find some remedy or just a little bit of time to repair that injury, feel a little bit better, 
see if he can play. Uh, with Travis Kelsey at his age, of course, it will help. It's not going to help Kadarius Tony. Uh, that that was probably the funniest uh, off the field moment of the the weekend, uh, and that's probably why the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl because they haven't let Kadarius Tony play a snap in the postseason because he's bound to to screw them up, and they've eliminated that distraction. And look where they are now, undefeated in the postseason up to this point. So we'll have to see. I just don't want to disappoint myself, so I'll just presume that the Chiefs are going to win, but the Niners do have a, a fighting chance. It could be a good game. and uh, I mean, it is that 2020 matchup, so the majority is new faces uh, on both these teams in this matchup, but of course, a few players that played in that Super Bowl are still on those teams uh, that remember what was going on. And one of them, well, two of them, as we know, were Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. But I'm sure you enjoyed all those games, those two, both conference championships. Always a dramatic weekend. You watch the games. Uh, don't need to talk about them anymore. But Chiefs, Niners. I believe my preseason prediction was the Bengals and Eagles, uh, which, yeah, uh, fell apart. But Chiefs, Niners will be a good one. We'll talk about it more next week. I'll win by two next Monday at 6 o'clock. Have a good night, everybody. We're going to go back to the music on 91.3 The Blaze. This has been Win by Two with Spencer Porter.